Good morning and welcome back to Coffee with Craig, where we talk about all things firearms, firearms policy, politics, culture, education, media, you name it. We're talking about it right here on Coffee with Craig. So please take a moment to like and share this program, uh, whether you're watching us on Facebook, on YouTube, uh, or you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts or Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, you name it. Make sure your friends know that you're listening to us so that they can join the conversation as it is happening. Also want to encourage you to go to fpcgear.com. That's fpcgear.com. Know that every penny that you spend at FPC Gear will actually go right back to FPC and into the fight for your right to keep and bear arms. When you go there, you can find T-shirts, you can find coffee mugs, you can find hoodies, you can find all sorts of things that will uh, allow you to outwardly express your support for the Second Amendment, once again, while knowing that you're actually doing it with your dollar. So, support the Second Amendment and look good doing it. Go to fpcgear.com. All right. We all know that when it comes to news, we're always trying to find legitimate sources, right? We know that there's bias in media. Unfortunately, it's just become a thing where you just have to know that whatever source you're going to, uh, there's some sort. There's going to be some sort of a bias there. Now, when one is looking for information relating to investments in particular, one would hope, because once again, we're talking about retirements, we're talking about your retirement account, your savings, whatever it is, your home, you're making key decisions based on the information that is provided to you. And so you want to know that at the very least, that the information that you're getting from those sources is actually unbiased. But unfortunately, there's at least one source uh, that uh, I believe can no longer be trusted, and that would be MarketWatch. MarketWatch actually uh, recently did a piece, and unfortunately it was relating to, guess what, firearms and quote-unquote gun violence and defensive use of firearms that can can only be slated as, well, I guess you could, if you're going to be polite, you could call it biased. Uh, if you want to be honest, it's an, it's either lazy reporting or it's out and outright bias and lies. And it has to do with an entity that I'm sure that you folks are familiar with, and that is the Gun Violence Archive. Now, the Gun Violence Archive uh, is an entity that supposedly tracks all shootings, uh, all all gun incidents. Let's clarify. Gun incidents is what they call them. Uh, but it, they, they track all gun incidents that occur in the United States, supposedly so that they can, you know, the information can be out there and they can talk about all of the quote-unquote gun violence that is taking place. Now, in their recent report, the one that was published once again at MarketWatch, uh, they noted that there was a huge number of gun incidents. So far in 2018, they're saying that there have been 42,220 incidents involving firearms, including 1,000 or 11,984 deaths uh, in the United States relating to firearms just so far in 2018. Now, what they're also stating is that, uh, is that the number of times in which a firearm was used in self-defense, well, they're saying that that was in only about 1,478 cases, or as they like to note, 3.1% of the total incidents. Now, one would listen and think, oh, wow, the, the, you know, this must be 
good statistics, right? I mean, where exactly do they get their information? Well, let's talk a little bit about that. And so let's talk about uh, whether or not they are, in fact, uh, accurate. Now, the Gun Violence Archive. Uh, and this is this is information directly from from their homepage. Them telling us who they are. The Gun Violence Archive here notes that uh, they were established to carry on the work of Slate.com's 2013 Toll of Deaths by Gun Violence. So I think the first thing that's important to note about this is once again, there the the where where the the it initially came from, and that is Slate.com. And anyone who has ever read Slate.com knows, first of all, they are one of the most anti-gun, anti-Second Amendment, left-wing websites out there on the Internet. There is absolutely no way that anyone with any credibility whatsoever can look at Slate.com and, and, not, and not recognize that they are, in fact, biased. And that much of the reporting that comes from them uh, is is wholly inaccurate and slanted, or at least the data that they that they seek to provide uh, only supports. Well, it supports their particular perspective in this case that they want to you know take away the right to keep and bear arms. Now. When they took it over, it says here the GVA took over the reins in 2014. The mission was expanded to also look at the tens of thousands of injuries and other acts of gun violence. The overall goal of GVA is to provide the best, most detailed, accessible data on the subject and add clarity to the ongoing discussion on gun violence, gun rights, and gun regulations. Now, the interesting thing is, is that once again, think about how exactly they're going about doing this. Because one of the things that they're, that they're saying is, well, they want to provide all this accurate information on gun rights and gun data, you know, on, on gun regulations. But the website doesn't talk anything about, doesn't say anything about gun regulations and what gun regulations are in place in the places where, these vi where this violence is happening. It doesn't tell you whether or not there are magazine capacities, whether or not there are restrictive gun laws, whether or not individuals ha there have the ability to be able uh, to be able to uh, uh, conceal carry. That none of that information is made available via their website. So I don't know exactly what gun laws they are referring to. In addition. Once again, they say they want to talk about they're only going they only want to discuss gun violence. But here's an interesting thing. In their numbers, they include things like well, they include defensive use of firearms. That's included in those numbers of shootings that actually took place. Also included in the number of shootings that took in the number of shootings that took place are incidents where law enforcement Shot a criminal. So a criminal who probably had a gun, may or may not have had a gun, whatever, but they're in the commission of a crime. They are shot by law enforcement. Those numbers are included in their numbers. So how is this about gun violence if you're also going to include that? Now, the other thing is they want to talk about, they want to talk about gun rights, but yet there's... There's, there's the only numbers that they include, the only numbers that they include have to do with, well, well, the, the, the defensive numbers that they have included there are wholly inaccurate. 
How do I know that? Because just recently, as recently as, as what is it, a month, month and a half ago, it was reported that the CDC had information data verifying over 2 million incidences per year of firearms being used in self-defense. Now, I could be wrong, but if there are over 2 million incidences of firearms being used per year, that the 1,400 or a little under 1,500 that they're reporting thus far in 2018 in their study might be slightly inaccurate. Now, why would it be so inaccurate? Well, I'm glad you exited that question because we're going to take a look at it. Let's, let's take a look a little bit, just a little bit about their methodology. Now, GVA began with the goal to provide, they say here, a database of incidents of gun violence. To that end, we utilize automated queries, manual research through over 1,200 media sources, aggregates, police blotters, and police media outlets, and other sources daily. So, in other words, they are relying wholly or mainly on the media to provide all of this information. So let me ask you a few questions. So number one, uh, so if a person utilizes their firearm to defend themselves, but they don't actually shoot anybody, what are the chances that that is going to make the news? I know, I know you know. Miss Chang, who wrote this article, she doesn't know. She clearly doesn't know because she didn't stop to think. She didn't stop to think about, well, gosh, gee, I, I, I wonder, hmm. And even then, even if you went then straight to the police, how many times would a person, if they've used their firearm in the commission of a crime, would they, would they actually call to report it to the police or have it reported to the media? I mean, the, the ignorance that is included here, the fact that they would specifically not include key data because, well, they don't know. And once again, this doesn't even include all of the information about all of the all of the various different incidents. So anyway, I, I just think that it is vitally important, vitally important for each and every one of us. If we're going to look at entities like this, like MarketWatch, right? Because see, MarketWatch, well, supposedly, you know, they're supposed to be trusted. Uh, according to uh, one outlet that I looked up, and I, I tried to look up to see, you know, what did people think of MarketWatch? Did they believe that MarketWatch was slanted? Did they believe that MarketWatch wasn't slanted? And, uh, you know, and I I came up with with this particular entity that basically said, well, you know, they, they this deals, the organization specifically deals with media bias. And according to them, MarketWatch is relatively... Uh, it, well, they're they're relatively trustworthy. They're they're at least they tend not to be biased. But in this particular case, probably because this didn't include financial information, they didn't care. They didn't even care to check on the viability or the credibility of the entity, or at least this reporter didn't. Ms. Chang decided she wasn't even going to bother to check on the credibility of the entity in which they were reporting. And on top of this, by the way, interestingly enough, Market Watch actually did a piece themselves on the reliability of media and how biased it was. Now, needless to say, in their particular piece, they did not bother to include themselves because I think they think they are above reproach. So with this, I'm just going to throw this out there. And uh, this is to Ms. Su Chang. This is a message directly to Ms. Su Chang. Here's what I'm going to tell you, Ms. Chang. 
you either have come at this from an anti-gun perspective, and I and I really do believe that you are being from San Francisco. Uh, I do. I firmly believe that uh, you are an opponent to the right to keep and bear arms. And I know you probably don't see yourself that way. But if you are going to, to as a journalist, put out information that is incorrect, make absolutely no attempt at all to verify the credibility of that information, then you are, in fact, opposed to the Second Amendment. It's either that or you are just a lazy reporter. Now... I firmly believe that either one could be true. Either way, maybe you should consider another career if you are not going to bother doing your job correctly. I don't know. You say you say in your in your profile that you write you write mostly on financial and investment data. Well, let me just be honest with you. If this is how you go about doing your job, I know now that I cannot trust MarketWatch to provide me unbiased factual information any longer. And that's all because one reporter uh, and, and an editorial staff that, by the way, didn't bother to check and make sure that uh, this reporter was doing her job. Uh, let's just say that uh, it only takes one apple to sparrow, that one, was it one bad apple to, bear, to, to ruin the barrel, spoil the barrel, whatever, whatever the saying is. Anyway, uh, but I wanted you folks to know and kind of have this information, and quite frankly, Ms. Chang, to help educate you so that you know and understand that just, just because you go and you look up something on a website and they seem to have a lot of cool databases on their website does not mean, number one, that they know what they're talking about, and it also does not mean, number two, that they are unbiased. Just saying. Anyway, folks, that's going to be it for today's Coffee with Craig. We very much appreciate you guys tuning in and taking a moment to like and share uh, this program and telling your friends about the Firearms Policy Coalition. Because as I like to say, we are the home in the fight for civil rights. you got to use them or you're going to lose them. You guys take care. If you like our videos, follow, subscribe, like, and share. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to Coffee with Craig, where we talk about all things firearms, firearms policy, politics, culture, you name it. We are talking about it right here because this is the spot. Having coffee? with Craig. Anyway, so please take a moment, like and share this video feed so that your friends can join in the conversation. Also, if you're listening to us on iTunes, if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, or if you're listening to us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, uh, also please share it, share it uh, in your social media so that your friends can join in the conversation as it is happening. Also want to remind you, and I do this every morning, so it's no surprise, fpcgear.com. That's right, fpcgear.com. It is the spot to go to in order to purchase very, very cool stuff showing your support for the Second Amendment. You want t-shirts? We got t-shirts. You want coffee mugs? We got coffee mugs. You want hoodies? We've got hoodies. You want it? We've got it. And if we don't have it, well, recommend it. And hey, who knows? Maybe we'll get it. So please, please, please go there. You can support the Second Amendment and you can look good 
doing it. Because every dollar that you spend goes right back into the fight for a right to keep and bear arms. That's fpcgear.com. Now, I know you guys probably saw the title of today's show and you're wondering, what the heck is Craig talking about? That's right. When is gun violence not gun violence? Well, apparently when they're shooting at Republicans. Check out the story. And this just in at noon, vandals target the Republican headquarters in Volusia County, and we just got video of the damage into our newsroom. Daytona Beach Police tell News 6 the windows of the office on South Nova Road were shot out. They say at least four shots were fired. No one was in the office at the time. No one was hurt. But they do say it happened sometime between yesterday afternoon and this morning. So far, investigators have not said who might have done this. All right, so... Let's, let's kind of lay this out real quick. So in other words, what they're saying here, and I don't know if you notice this, I don't know if you notice this subtle little thing, but the reporter starts off talking about vandals shot out the windows. Vandals, vandals, not terrorists, not violent uh, anti-Republican extremists, but vandals. That's right, they categorized they categorized what, what, what in essence was an attack with a firearm on the Republican headquarters uh, in, in was it, Volusia, Volusia, Florida. They categorized it as vandalism. But, but then again, they are not the only ones. Now, once again, that was just local media. Take a look at what national media now this is jake tapper now if any of you know jake tapper or know of jake tapper you know he is part of the anti-gun left that's reporting on cnn all the time and is livid it just gets livid over any time any anyone refuses to ban guns and you know reportedly abhors gun violence except once again when they're shooting at republicans because he via Twitter, decided to post this. And once again, note, it says, Republican Party headquarters vandalized by gunfire. Vandalized by gunfire. Now, last I checked, once again, when you shoot at somebody or someplace, it's, you know, they want to call it gang violence or gun, I'm sorry, they don't call it gang violence, they call it gun violence because to them, you know, Gangs don't cause any problems because clearly they never talk about gang violence. All they care about is guns because guns cause gun violence. And I'm, I'm assuming that in this particular case, one would think that they would, uh, that they would, that they would say something, that they would, that they would point out. I mean, th folks, this is a, this is flat out and outright. This is a shooting. All right, let's take a look. Now, this right here is just some video. You see, once again, the windows are shot out, the Trump sign. Uh, the Republican Party stuff is there. They shot Uncle Sam in the yeah, in the hat. Uh, you know, you got the count. You nice got the, the county party chairman there. Republicans who's just, don't have any. I mean, he's about he's just living. He at this point in in the interview, hole? he didn't even realize yes. that they were gunshots. Okay, so they, uh, they but then all of a sudden, they're noticing. Yeah, they're noticing that there are gun that there are bullet holes all over the place. Bullet holes in the walls. They've got uh, they've got bullet holes in the ceilings. Here, the, look, they got here. There's another bullet hole in another wall and in another wall. And once again, this wasn't a person who just shot a random shot into into the 
into the headquarters, right? This was a targeted attack on the Republican Party headquarters. And yet, now, now once again, all I'm saying is, is that all of a sudden, no, but this is not gun violence. This does not constitute gun violence. Why would this not be included or counted as gun violence? I don't know. Yeah, my, my volunteers, uh, we keep the office open from 10 o'clock to about 5 or 6 every day. Uh, they usually come in about 9.30. They come in through the back door, not the front door. And um, when they got here this morning, they saw the window broken out. So I just assumed when they called me, it was a broken window. Uh, when I got here, I found out immediately that uh, there were four, a total of four bullets shot through these windows sometime uh, over, the, over the night because we were here till like four. We closed at four. So um, I'm just assuming from what I, this is a, was a drive-by shooting. Uh, they didn't stop. They put four bullets in the windows and kept moving. And um, nobody entered the building. Um, this is just, um, you know, cowards that don't want to talk about anything. They just want to express their anger. And as far as I'm concerned, these, these, these were Democrats. Republicans have no um, wish or want to do us any harm. And uh, you've got a lot of angry Democrats out there that just can't and won't get over the 2016 elections. And this is what we have to deal with. Now, I wanted to play that clip for this very reason, because that's how they see it. When you've been shot at, when your home has been shot at, right, that's not considered vandalism, or at least you don't consider that vandalism. How do they know no one was in the office late at night, that there wasn't someone in there cleaning up? How did they know that? They didn't know that. And yet, for some reason, it seems okay. And they, they seem to almost treat it like, you know, they, they, I'm sorry, please, please forgive me because I'm really kind of pissed off right now. I'm pissed off because, you know, as much as people want to blame Donald Trump for the increase in the rhetoric and all of that, I keep looking at guys like Jake Tapper, guys like Don Lemon. I keep looking at folks like, uh, the, the, like the folks on CNN and MSNBC and I keep and the people who write at the Huffington Post and at Mother Jones and all of these left wing news outlets that call try to call themselves uh, mainstream. But, you know, they talk about people who are pro Second Amendment and people who they disagree with. They talk about them and they dehumanize them. They talk about them in such a way. Uh, you know, they they refer to them they 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 refer to them as baby killers, as people who don't care about children, who who want to see our children getting shot, who care more about their guns than they do about protecting our children. That's how they portray us. That's how they portray people. And then stuff like then they wonder why stuff like this happened, why things like the the shooting of the congressional softball team, I'm sorry, the Republican congressional softball team happened. Uh, and, but but for some reason, they they don't bear any any responsibility for any of that. I've looked through the media and I haven't seen anyone on the on the the, the left decrying someone shooting at the Republican Party headquarters. I haven't seen it at all because you know folks like them and like you know you know uh, like uh, Diane Watson and and all of those folks they believe that hey well those Republicans deserve it. They believe that if you if you do if you those 
pro those people who are pro Second Amendment, and you know, not all Republicans are pro Second Amendment, but that's how they feel about us. If something like this had happened at FPC or the the NRA or Gun Owners of America, guess what? They would have even less sympathy. They would care even less about it because to them, we're not human. We're not human because we believe in the fundamental right to defend oneself. We're not human. Uh, we don't deserve uh, to be protected or because, well, you know, we don't, you know, we don't ascribe to their idea of unarming, of unarming citizens because we don't want to make victims out of people because we recognize that every time you disarm your citizenry, this is the sort of stuff that you invite. Yeah. When is... Gun violence, not gun violence? <laughs> when you're shooting at people who advocate for the Second Amendment, that's when it's not. Well, let me, just, let me just say this. Those of you who decided you wanted to go and do this, or those of you who even think, well, there's not, no big deal, nothing there. Well, let me tell you something. There are folks out there that, that, that are on our side that, trust me, if you go shoot at them, do not be surprised if they shoot back. One of the advantages of believing in the Second Amendment is that generally you're prepared to use it. Anyway, folks, that's going to be it for today's Coffee with Craig. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for joining us and for telling your friends about the Farms Policy Coalition. We are the home in the fight for civil rights. Got to use them or you're going to lose them. You guys take care. If you like our videos, follow, subscribe, like, and share. 